above the darkness and the negativity in your world and in your life and that you're able to bring in and pull in the light and to rise above your own ego. I um, literally, I sound different because I've been, I am in <laughs> uh, literally a closet in my room right now. after sustaining like 12 hours of verbal abuse like nasty nasty abuse from my son and unfortunately this is what Shreen Kara is talking about two days ago when they said that the September energy is going to be putting the dual <laughs> in duality dual in duality like, think about Old Wild West days when the two guys would be standing back to back in opposition to each other and then walking 10 paces and turning around with their pistols drawn. That's the energy of this month. And it could be that somebody in your life is going to just not be aware or awake and asleep and starting fights, or it could be that they're going to, you know, just be opposite oppositioning <laughs> you like the entire month or it's possible that you're going to be in opposition to yourself but the dual and duality and so we have to immediately choose to rise above i was trying to come up with a collective conscious um card for the day and I mean, seriously, since the moment I woke up, I mean, I woke up and I'm so happy today. Just like it's Monday, it's the dawn of a new day, it's the beginning of a new week. I'm going to do my lessons and I have a couple readings to get done that I haven't done in a couple weeks. I've been, guys, I'm still trying to get the energy right so that I can focus on these two readings and... I just, I woke up so happy thinking this might be the day. This might be the day. Um, after a strange weekend. <laughs> but I thought, you know, hey, I did something really sweet for my son. And I, I bought us an apple pie. A, officially like American, North American style. From my friend who did the chicken enchiladas. 
and when I had our coffee delivered, I did that as a special sort of, oh my God, how cool is this, right? And five seconds after the pie was delivered, it was just the instant abuse, instant abuse. And just the energy of that really fucked up negativity. And he started making super loud noises. Um, and I said, please don't do that. I have post-traumatic stress disorder. And he started screaming the F word in a long string of obscenities. And then when I said that, he told me I was a liar. And it was just very negative. <laughs> the dual in, in duality, you know. And um, it's just the energy of it. It's just like I've been reeling from it for over 12 hours, almost 13 hours now. <laughs> um, I mean, like I wrote a long thing about how I want I either want to live with somebody who's going to love me and be pleasant with me every day or I'll be alone the rest of my life and at this point I don't mind dying you know when, when that's the energy in my immediate surrounding I'm just like fuck I don't really want to kill myself I don't hate myself I love myself very very much but and I love all you guys and I love doing the show but when I'm being forced to not be able to do the show and when I'm being forced into a state of negativity and sadness and absolute soul-sucking, horrible negativity, I'd rather not effing be in this world, just to be honest. I just don't want to live anymore. I'm like literally sitting in a fucking closet right now. I started the show an hour ago and he started screaming from his room so loud. Saying that everything was my fault. And um, even this morning he was like talking to himself and blaming me for his father's death. It's like I did not induce brain cancer in the man, you know. It's just crazy. I mean, like I, I like I thought of everything, like maybe, maybe it's a feng shui the house. For three days, I've been telling him I've been wanting to make um, special dishes. I was excited about the things I wanted to make, and I told him what I needed, and he said, "Okay, yeah, I'll call right now." And like nine or ten hours later, like nine thirty at night, he called and have them bring it over like the tomatoes and the onions because I don't have the number to the store and he does and I was like I'm exhausted now I didn't eat all day because I thought I was going to make an afternoon chili and now I can't and I, I barely ate all weekend I ate yesterday but I just like today like one piece of pie and a brownie that's all I had all day I went downstairs to, to make food twice today because I have some amazing veggies in the fridge and I'm like, yeah, I want to get to the veggies and make my um, ginger garlic salad dressing and with um, sesame oil. And it was just like the energy of um, 
absolute negativity, vacancy, emotional vacancy, but also emotional abuse. The energy of the rooms. And I just, it's like I just went down there again like an hour ago and I'm like, you know what, I, I can't, I, I just, I can't be in this room. The energy was so fucking negative. And what's so weird is while well, he's downstairs stewing and being super effing negative, I was upstairs. You guys, I found the most amazing app. The most amazing app. In fact, over the weekend, I found two amazing apps. And I'm not going to talk to you too much about them because I already put in an email to the guy who made the app. In fact, somebody wrote to him and asked him a question. And he said, let's have a conversation about that. And he gave his personal email. Like right there on the app. Like where people write that they like it or don't. And I thought, oh my God. Because <laughs> I was looking for this guy's name. I can't even tell you his name. It's a very intensely hard name to pronounce. And I was like, oh my God. I, I'm going to try to have this guy on the show. I don't know if I could get him on the show this week. But maybe for next week. And oh my God. Absolutely incredible. Totally incredible. Like I can't wait. To have this guy on the show. And I feel like he's going to be on the show. But we'll see. We'll see if I have. If he's not though. I'm going to go over um, all the uh, things. That he talks about on the apps. Because this guy has been studying metaphysics for 20 years, but he studied things that I did not come across. So I was just so excited. I was like, damn. Oh my God. My life is about to get so much better. My life is about to just take off in the best possible way. And that means you guys are coming with me. <laughs> and I was so excited about that. I'm like, oh my God, my life is filled with possibilities and endless, endless moments of pure joy and pure bliss and pure love. And I had so many revelations this weekend. And every fucking interaction from this guy for 48 hours now has been beyond negative. Like, it's, it literally, it's not even borderline abusive. It's, like, borderline abusive. And I don't know why um, this is what it is. I mean, calling upon the archangels, calling upon the masters of light to protect me, calling upon Lucifer for punishment, <laughs> calling upon God, calling upon Hecate, calling upon... All the powers and forces that be to protect me and to stop it. Just to stop that negativity. Not to hurt him ever, but to bind the negativity. Like, does he have a demon inside? Like, what the actual hell? I mean, knowing that I've been having really bad problems with asthma, he just went ahead and brought the dogs in. Just every, on every fucking level. On every level, it's been bad from that part of my life. 
but then at night I, I listened to this amazing um I found a brand new uh, binaural beats track that was three hours 33 minutes and 33 seconds long and I was like oh my god that's amazing and it said um, something about an angel's hug and if I if I find it again I'll have to tell you guys I know I have it I could probably put it on Instagram which is at mermaid girl 88 but <laughs> So I, I played it and I was like, oh my God, instantly I, my body relaxed and my lungs opened up and I had this conscious awareness, like even while I was sleeping, where I uh, stopped snoring and I remembered um, some of the things I read about um, snoring because I've decided that. I definitely need to do something about my snoring, especially before my beloved comes into my life. Um, so I like ordered several things from wish.com. And at the same time, I've been like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm going to go ahead and consciously try to make my tongue stick out a little bit to open airway breathing and I was like remembering all this weird stuff in my sleep which I'm not going to go into all the details but it's kind of insane while I was asleep I was remembering this and I woke up like wow actually I felt more well well rested and I felt better I was like this is incredible absolutely incredible and so there was that it was amazing and then um then I, all of a sudden, I felt the presence of my, my twin flame, and he and I had not spoken in like four or five days. I felt him distancing himself from the tele telepathy, like I think he's doubting it, or like feeling like he's going out of his fucking mind. I mean, I feel like that too sometimes, going out of my mind, talking to somebody that maybe in real life doesn't know I exist even. It feels like totally nuts, right? Like, totally crazy. But in my sleep, when I was listening to this angel's hug, 33333 energy, which wasn't, that wasn't the vibration, but that was how long it, it lasted. And I felt him, and I felt him hold me and hug me, and then I felt him inside me, like his body was in my body space, and my body was in his body space like complete, like almost like our individual portions of our soul combined, right? And I know it was that energy of that, of that binaural beats. So I'm definitely going to have to share this with you because it was like super incredible. I'll tell you the name, but you could do a YouTube search and the energy of it. The picture is like gold and it's, um, I think it's like, it's gold dots, <laughs> And it's very similar to that meditation that came to me a couple weeks ago, the one that I used and it created the toric field around me. And over the weekend when I woke up when after doing this, um, I woke up and then I, I started it again. So I did the angel's hug two times in a row. Okay, that's like, okay, six, 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 six. <laughs> but anyway, um, let's ignore that for a minute. But... <laughs> But I did it twice, and I did that twice. 
I woke up so amazing. I felt amazing. I mean, until I went downstairs and talked to the dual and duality person that I live with. And it was just like night and day. Whereas my world is day. And I went downstairs and after after he ensued with his drawing of his pistol, I just I made my coffee and I went back upstairs. He was screaming at me, you never get any exercise as I'm going up the third flight of stairs. And since I drink four cups of coffee every day, small cups, I went up and down the stairs like four times. Sorry, that is exercise, sweetheart. <laughs> but I mean, normally I have my coffee downstairs. Let's have a conversation. Let's watch our show. Let's listen to music. Let's, um, you know. And then yesterday, last night, we had this wonderful moment where we were looking at hilarious things on Wish.com and laughing so hard. And it was such an amazing night. And as happy as we were the night before was as evil and negative and bad than, you know, this morning. It was like complete all. I just feel like, I just, as soon as he turns 18, I want to buy a house and move the fuck away from him and live alone. Where I could wake up with the sound of the birds in my ears and the sunshine on my back and on my face in the morning. And my ritualistic moments of coffee and just silence. Followed by the planning of my day and my making of my Virgo lists and uh, all the other wonderful things I like to do in the morning that I've been doing my whole life. Now I don't need to be personally attacked for every habit, every aspect of who I am everything that I do I mean from the sugar I put in my coffee to the caffeine itself to the coffee itself to the I mean I feel like he's cursing every moment every second and then his apology today was I have too much testosterone mom like yeah fucking exercise you know and he's like Admitting it was verbally abusive, and then he turned around and started calling me a narcissist and that I'm an abuser. And I'm like, dude, I'm like quite the opposite of that. I mean, I will push back when pushed, obviously, like everybody in the world and every caged animal. <laughs> you know, but it's just, oh my God, the duality is just really killing my soul today my spirit of who I am and that's how I felt all day for like 13 hours now and I'm sitting here in this closet going wait a minute wait a minute is it possible that I can run out of oxygen in here I mean it's not like hermetically sealed or something oh hilarious you're going to read the Kyber Lion tonight and you know based on the hermetic principles <laughs> Which does not include sealing things like Tupperware. <laughs> I don't know why they call it hermetically sealed, but that's 
that's something that we're going to do at some point. I literally am sitting in the closet with my um, really thick, amazing, fluffy bathrobe I got for 20 bucks at the grocery store slash, like, little, there's like a little, um, not a very big section. They have a men's and a women's section of clothing and then the children's section. And it's kind of like the Walmart of Ecuador <laughs> called Coral, C-O-R-A-L, which in English we pronounce coral. You know, like what you find at the bottom of the sea, coral. Hypermercados, like like hypermarkets, hypermercados. <laughs> I've seen some hyper kids in there. I mean, they probably should change the name, but whatever. It's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool store, and I'm glad I got this bathroom because now it's dampening the sound. Hopefully, the sound for you guys will be better. It won't be as echoey and weird. I've been trying to really think about my sound quality of the show, and I do have a professional microphone coming, but it won't work with my tablet, and I, and I do the show on a tablet, so I'm kind of annoyed by that. I wish I could do something about that more, but... Um, I don't know. I have to still figure it out. Maybe I can. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta figure it out anyway. That's some things to think about. <laughs> but um, yeah. So earlier I was trying to do the card of the day for the collective, and I was led to my literary witch's oracle cards, and I was trying to shuffle through the cards, and Sylvia Plath came out. And underneath her, it said, the dark. And now looking back, it's absolutely, completely what happened to me today. The light versus the dark. The dual and the duality. <laughs> the polar opposites and the polarity. The polar bears and the polarity. And I thought, Sylvia Plath, I know I read her stuff, but I can't remember a damn thing right now, so let's pull another card. <laughs> Have you ever gotten tarot cards or oracle cards, and you're like, oh, I hate this card. Shuffle again, right? You shuffle it again, you get another kind of similar card. Well, the second card I got from the oracle, literary witch's oracle deck, went um, boar, literally the <laughs> picture of a boar's head. This is not just a normal pig, which pig-headedness, stubbornness. This is like a wild freaking boar, which if you guys don't know anything about boars, um, they're terrifying, terrifying animals. Some of them even have tusks. Like, how creepy is that? But, I mean, good for them. It's, it's their defense or whatever. It's kind of weird. But, boar, a wild boar, but it's just a head. It reminded me of this story that my husband, God rest his soul, my my second husband of 13 years, we were together almost, like about 13 years, almost, maybe like minus a month or something. Anyway, um, he told me this cool story about his uncle Al, and uncle Al joined the Navy, and when he was in the Navy, he was going um, on his way to Sweden, 
And he, I don't think he saw any action. I don't think he was in any wars, but they were going to stop off. I think he said in Sweden, Norway, maybe it's Norway. Oh my gosh. It was either Sweden or Nor Norway. I think it might have been. Was it Sweden? Yeah, I'm asking my higher self. Yeah, it was Sweden. So he, he stops off at Sweden. I think I did tell the story last year, actually. But I have a lot of new people. And anyway, um, so for you new people, you get to hear the story brand new. And if you've been listening this whole time, then you're going to hear the story a second time. <laughs> but anyway, um, Al gets off the boat with his uh, shipmate, his crewmate. And he's like, um, his, his crewmate's like, where are we going to go? Let's, we only have the day. They weren't even going to spend the night on the shore. They were just going to like get off the ship, have a few hours to kill and have to be on the ship by like nightfall. And so, so they can leave like in the next morning or whatever. So uncle Al, get, or, well, his name wasn't uncle then, but he, Al gets off the boat. He goes, follow me boys. I know where to go. And they're like, have you ever been here before? And he's like, no, but I know where to go. And they're like, um, okay. And so they get off the ship and they go up. They, and he, he makes an immediate left. And then he goes up like six blocks or something. And then he turns right onto this little cobblestone street, little lane. And, he's, and everyone's like, where are you going? Where are you taking us? He's like, we're going to the boar's head in and this is what i'm thinking because of the card boars have <laughs> and he and so they're like okay and he goes up there like after he made the right and he two blocks up and here's the boar's head in on the left so he's like okay yeah this is it and they're like how the hell did you know this and this is before internet i mean this is a long time ago this is when i was a little girl you know it's like in the 70s or something and he's like, well, you know, because I, I used to live here. I'm from here. And they're like, you're from California. <laughs> you're from the United States. You're not from Sweden. And he's like, yeah, I used to. And then all of a sudden he goes, oh, my God. And he started to shake. And he started to get kind of freaked out. Like, holy shit, how do I know this area? How do I know anything about this? And I just led these guys to a place that I've never been to in my life. And that was the moment he decided reincarnation is real, guys. <laughs> and so he knew, so he brought the guys in and he asked for this lady, this lady by name. And she, and this really old lady was there and she's like, yeah, it's me. And he's like, well, don't you recognize me? And she's like, um, no, I've never seen you in my life, obviously. And he said, no, but I know you. And he knew all this stuff about her. And she recognized his soul and started crying because she hadn't died and come back. It was her, the same exact woman whose family started the Boar's Head Inn. And they just hugged and, and cried. And he was like, oh, my God. And it changed his whole life. I don't know why it was called the Boar's Head Inn. I wish I had an insight into that, but I don't. But Boar's Head so I thought about that. Okay, so that was the first thing. <laughs> Boar's head. And I'm still, like, not happy with the card I drew, right? So I'm like, okay, Sylvia Plath, 
the dark. And I'm sitting in here literally in the dark in a closet like a four-year-old hiding so that I could dampen the sound and my son doesn't scream his head off at me. I mean, for 13 hours, he's been yelling at me and being so inconsiderate and rude. And when I try to explain anything, he'll cut me off to scream at me again. He's called me every name in the book. Literally the dual and duality. The verbal abuse. I don't know if you guys have ever heard the concept of verbal diarrhea, but that's what it's been like. Verbal diarrhea coming from him. <laughs> like, I'm literally wondering if he's not possessed by a demon right now. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, last week I was so excited because I was like, our relationship has gotten better and I feel like we've always been kind of at odds. We don't understand each other very well and we have a lot of miscommunication because we're literally the opposite. I mean, you look up our Kua number and Feng Shui, we're complete opposites, you know. And he's a Libra and I'm a Virgo. We should get along great. I always get along with him. But, like, our charts are in opposition. Astrologic, everything is in opposition. It's like, oh, my God. Like, when my oldest kid, who I get along with really well, left, I just, my heart sunk. I'm like, I have to spend two years with this kid who has been in opposition to me since the day he was born. Like, he wouldn't even let me breastfeed. I mean, that's how bad it is. But he killed me in a past life, and I killed him in a past life. So we're working out some karma. <laughs> just a little bit of karma, just a wee titch of karma there. He was a Catholic priest, and he burned me at the stake for being a witch, which I was. Which I am. <laughs> which I always forever will be in every freaking lifetime. And then he um, was an, part of the aristocracy during the French Revolution. And I was the person who ran the guillotine. So for me, there was no, it was just like, I'm killing them as they come up, you know. <laughs> it was my job. It was a crappy job, but it paid really well. And for some reason made my mother proud, who stood in the crowd and cheered and waved at me every time. When I was a kid, I had some really horrible images of running a guillotine. And then when I was an adult, someone told me, you were, you ran a guillotine in the French Revolution. I'm like, what? Like, and they're like, yeah, it's like definitely some kind of a throat picture. I think it's why you had asthma. And I'm like, it might not be why I have asthma, but you know what? It might be a contributing factor. <laughs> and, you know, I've had problems with my throat chakra my whole life, and here I am. Speaking to the whole wide world from a tiny little closet in Ecuador. Using my throat chakra, I guess, supposedly to um, communicate stuff with you guys. I don't know. It's like everything in this world is a, an illusion. The polarity, like we're supposed to rise above it and meet the fifth dimension. You know, in the center of the fifth dimension, there's no more polarity, I think. And yet we're still holding on to the, the ideas of the duality and the polarity and the crap. But like, where are we here in the fifth dimension?
so you know there's that so so i asked i asked god look i i don't i looked and looked and looked online for what the hell these cards mean because this be a card like the the, the literary witches oracle cards with the guidebook there's no freaking guidebook because i got them from china directly from wish.com and i didn't realize when i ordered these cards that there'd be no damn guidebook that all the other decks i got i could find what they mean online and they had like apps and they had websites and uh, the woman who did these just don't there's like disconnect it's like we've got the cards supposedly the guidebook or maybe you buy it separate i don't freaking know so boar's head well what the hell does that mean it just says boar. The only clue is a boar's head with the word boar, B-O-A-R. So I was like, okay, God, I need another deck. I need to do a different kind of collective consciousness card for you guys. Because what the hell? I don't want to leave you guys more confused than I am or as confused as I am. So this is the card I got. I got the rebel deck. Perfect, right? For right now, today, with the insane duality and energy the dark versus light energy and the card i got says fucking apologize <laughs> then on the other side it says seriously just do it <laughs> and that's it that that's the card of the day for the consciousness is just fucking apologize seriously do it Um, that's it. <laughs> that's literally it. So I'm going to go to, um, I have like 59% battery. I'm hoping I can do my whole show on this amount of battery. <laughs> like 1.22 AM. I've been, I was going to do the show 12 hours ago. And at first I was like so upset for like hours and hours and hours. And I was just like, oh my God. So I did some of my schoolwork and I got a little bit done, but I wasn't able to pay attention. I was like crying all day long. And I just, I mean like all day, I've been like all day long. I've been thinking, you know, every single day that goes by that I'm unable to complete my goals means that when I get my last paycheck in October, I'm sunk because I don't have a backup job. And the job that I want, the job I'm going for, I have, um, officially 26 weeks left in my education but I've been able to do one week's worth of work every day if I really concentrate and I spend all day doing it and I've been able to do it in fact some days I've been able to do almost two weeks worth of work so it just it seems like in two weeks I'd be done which would be awesome and then if I found out and this very heart-sinking fact is that it takes up to six weeks for the company I want to work for to hire you because, or to hire me or anybody, hire anybody, but cause it takes, um, they have to teach you how to, um, do the website. They have to uh, teach you how to teach the kids. They have very specific hand gestures. Cause when you're teaching children from China who don't speak English at all, you have to like put your hand to your ear when you want them to speak, you have to put your finger to your lips when you want them to listen you have to be very lively and vibrant so that they 
see you and I've, I've been watching I've been like researching this company and it's really awesome <laughs> and I'm kind of excited to teach the little kids and just easy stuff like snow and violin or whatever I don't know what I don't know what the lessons are totally but <laughs> but it's like really exciting like this idea of helping people learn a new language is exciting to me and the fact that it's all laid out, I don't need to buy textbooks, I don't need to create and come up with my own lesson, as opposed to the university I'm attending right now, I have to come up with, like, a lesson. I just, I just created a lesson that is, like, for one day, and now I have to put together a five-day curriculum for five days in a row for a whole week. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's so much work just to get through this education. I had no idea. It's a 150 hour course. And most TESOL certifications are 120 hours. Although some are 200, some are 240. That's like completely excessive because to get a job, you only need 120. So I, which I didn't know. I, I thought it was 150 was standard. <laughs> so like working my ass off and I have six. I literally get my last paycheck in five weeks and I have like three weeks left of work and six weeks to get. So I'm, I'm going to be sunk in like a month unless I come up with another plan. And so I feel like every day that goes by when I am put in the situation, the dual situation, dual and duality. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know what to do now because um, it's very quite possible that I'm not going to have enough money to make it. I mean, I guess I'll start selling off some of the things I own. You know, um, I'm going to do a course on Udemy. Hopefully that will save my butt. <clears throat> but if my um, nemesis, my arch nemesis is making me cry. I'm not going to look good enough to go on camera to do the class I need to do. So I, I'm like thinking about all this stuff, like what the hell, like I'm trusting God to put me in a situation that's going to be great. In my inner life, my inner world, my dreams, when I'm meditating, everything is perfect. I feel amazing. Yeah, until I go downstairs and then it's like, shite hits the fan, guys. <laughs> I hope that wherever and whenever you happen to be, you're listening to this, that you're able to rise above the duality no, no matter how bad the duel gets. That you're able to rise above polarity no matter how many polar bears are in your path. We'll do it together. I pray for you guys. You pray for me. Please pray for me. I'm always praying for you guys anyway. This is one of the apps I just got, the Transcender app. And it gives you like the most amazing visualization to send love to everybody in the world. And in 12 days, they have the next meditation. So I'm hoping before that next world meditation that this, um, that the owner of the app, the creator, he gets back to me, which I hope he does. Then I will, um, we'll talk about it. Like, what is this about? And all the different amazing parts of it. But, um, 
Anyway, let's go to spaceweather.com and see what's going on there. Earlier, I was actually blown away. I saw the speed of the sun right now, the solar wind speed. I don't know that I've ever seen it this fast. <laughs> Everything seems stirred up, dude. It's like all the hornet's nests are stirred up as well at once. Okay, solar wind speed, 592. 0.8 kilometers per second. Usually it's in the 300s or the 400s. It's almost 600 kilometers per second. That's huge. That's huge. Right now there are no sunspots. It's been 10 days. We are still in a solar minimum. Still. Now tomorrow on September 1st, you know, to make matters worse, I guess, energy-wise, the asteroid um, 2011 ES4 will fly through the Earth-Moon system, and it will come so close that it will only be 72,000 miles from Earth. There's no danger of a collision, of course, because it has to be closer to be roped in, sucked into our gravity field, our gravitational force field. So we're, we're going to be fine. And it's 30 meters in diameter, which is five times greater than the one headed for us in November, which is also going to be a near miss, or I guess near hit. <laughs> if it was a near miss, it would actually be a hit, right? According to, um, oh, what's his name? George, uh, George Carlin said that. Anyway, um, let's see here. For comparison, this is the same size as the famous... Chelyabinsk meteor of 2013, which broke windows and knocked down parts of buildings in six Russian cities when it exploded in the atmosphere east of the Ural Mountains. Wow. You know, I saw the footage from that like a few weeks ago. It blew my mind. Like windows, like car alarms started going off and and windows were shattered in cars and especially in like people's apartment buildings. It's like pretty crazy. But this is not gonna this is not gonna be close enough to do that, I don't think. So <laughs> I mean time will tell, but I don't think that's tomorrow, so we'll see. By the time you hear this, it's probably already gonna be past us. Geomagnetic activity has been picking up, by the way. So Earth's polar magnetic field has been in a simmering state of unrest, bookended by Meteor G1 class geomagnetic storms on the 28th of August and again on the 31st, just today. As a result, the Arctic skies are coming alive with Aurora Borealis. And there's a gorgeous, gorgeous picture from Trom, Tromso, Tromsk, I don't know, in Norway, basically, we'll just say Norway, speaking of Boar's Head. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the noctilucent clouds have gone away, so now the skies are dark again at night, and it's going to be much easier to see the aurora borealis. If you're nowhere near where the aurora borealis is shown, which most of us are nowhere near it, you know, I there are some amazing videos that are taken of it every day. You can see it live on YouTube, or you can go, like, the next day and see what happened last night, which is pretty nice. It's pleasant, especially if you have to study at home or if you're staying at home. It's nice to have that on in the background. 
every now and again looking at the screen is like super cool. I've done that before. I don't own a TV now and I have it for five months. Maybe that's what would soothe the savage beast downstairs. <laughs> Having the TV. Anyway, uh, moving right along. Ulu neutron count, 9.3% of the space age average. So that's considered to be high. In the past 48 hours, there's been a 0% change. So I guess that's, that's good news-ish, I suppose. The solar winds flowing from the northern coronal hole in the sun will brush across Earth's magnetic field on September 2nd. Ooh, just in time for the full moon. Actually, I think the full moon is tomorrow, or is it the next day? I can't remember. I think it's tomorrow. But, yeah, at like 22.22 Pacific Standard Time. And basically, um, that's like crazy, right? 22.22. So at 10 o'clock, 10.22 p.m. is when the full moon is. So time for some rituals and magic if you're inclined that way. And if not, just say some prayers, you know. It's a full moon, and then after the full moon, it's waning. So it's time to ask for... You know, tomorrow you can ask for things that you want to go away in your life, like bullying, negativity, <laughs> duality, <laughs> polarity. Uh, anyway, the Noctilucent cloud season is supposedly underway, but I, I'm looking at, at the satellite and there's nothing. Not one Noctilucent cloud in the sky. So it is starting to darken again. It's, it's, it's the end of, of the season anyway. August 30th uh, was yesterday. That was the last time they reported any fireballs. And yesterday, there was only 28 fireballs over the United States. And they're all sporadic. And maybe that's what's causing this crazy-ass energy. And uh, the HeartMath Institute um, from HeartMath.org, they're... They're in the path of the fires in California, and they still haven't gotten anything up. So nothing new to report there. The Schumann resonance in Italy is seven. Like, what the hell? Like, are we regressing? It's been so low, and it's not normally that small of a number. I mean, 7.83 is normal, so this is like below that. So I don't know what's going on with the, any of this, but all I know is I'm sitting in a damn closet in my bedroom trying to get my show out there for you guys. And um, that's all I know, basically. Oh, I did. I did some feng shui. I was thinking that my house was maybe not feng shui-rific. <laughs> So I did all this research, and I found my Kua number, and I found my son's Kua number, and I helped him move his bed because he was actually not a savage beast for like an hour. It was just like the eye of the fucking storm. <laughs> so anyway, we figured out where his head should be for his wealth and success position. And um, I found out where mine should be, and we are literally exact opposites. But when we moved everything, it's like now he can hear my voice if I'm sitting on my bed. So I had to find a different place to do the show. 
That's why I'm in a closet. Where my bed used to be, I'm sitting in a closet in the non-wall sector. Apparently, my head was facing the, um, was it the six killings or the five ghosts? Either way, these feng shui positions are really, really, really terrible. And I was having nightmares the past three or four days. Um, in the morning, instead of vending dreams, I was having nightmares. But at night, I mean, well, the night I'd wake up from being with my twin flame and it was just amazing. Like, I saw future, our future together. I saw, um, like, walking hand in hand and having fun and talking and just being so excited about each other and about each other's company. And it was an amazing energy. So um, I hope that you guys remember I did a twin flame reading uh, about a month ago and it came out that we're there's like maybe two groups left that need to meet in the world. And the next group is going to be meeting this month in September coming up starting tomorrow, September, I think, um, you know, within the next month, most of us are going to meet our twins. And then there's going to be one group after that. And then that's it. That's it. So as far as I know, and now, I mean, maybe some of you are these stragglers and maybe you won't be meeting your guy or your gal for another year. I don't know. I don't know how this works. It's all pretty new. I mean, when I first started studying metaphysics, nobody ever heard of a twin flame. And this is brand new information that's come out in the past, like, 20 to 30 years. Only, you know, and like, just like the indigo children stuff and the crystal children stuff and the Ascension stuff um, was out since the 80s, but nobody really knew much about it until like 20 years ago. In the 80s, Cryon was talking about it, and Shri and Kara, they were talking about it too. Um, like 20, 24 years ago, something like that. So, I don't know. I mean, it was all very interesting and strange to me. They saw Kara and Shri... Um, they saw a pretty insane spiral energy in the sky today when they went out on their land here in Ecuador. They're like 40 minutes from me. So I thought that was really interesting. They have like a two-hour video if you want to check it out. Shri and Kara official. And they are talking about some pretty cool stuff about um, if you're stuck in the spiritual ego right now, which is higher than where we were, but the ego of having to save the world and change the world and being extremely political in the ways that you want to create social change. If you're being stuck in like the Black Lives Matter movement or any of the movements, which are absolutely valid, I'm not saying they're not because they're totally valid, but if you're getting stuck in the energy of the duality of us versus them, as a result of these movements, um, I mean, you're still higher up energetically and vibrationally than you were, but it's better for you to try to lift on up out of that because of the dual and duality. This month, September, is going to be like a full spiritual year. Oh my God, 30 days. It's going to be like 365 days of spiritual growth of intense working on yourself spiritually and it's going to be about dark versus light 
for 30 freaking days. I don't know that I could take this if, if what has happened in the past 48 hours in my household. I cannot take it. So please pray for me, guys. I am praying for you. And I might have to charge up my battery pack and my tablet and take it out every damn day. Just go walking along the river and maybe I could do the show in the mornings along the river by myself. But, um, I don't know what the hell. I don't have enough money to live in a hotel by myself for a month. So if you guys have any suggestions or if you could just send some protective energy around me, that'd help. Send me white light. Send me angels, guys. I'm sending them to you guys, too. I'm doing the Transcender app, so check that one out. And T-R-A-N-S. C-E-N-D-E-R, and you'll see it because it's just about, uh, the free part of the app is you send energy to the world, but you can also just add your own address, so you're sending the good positive energy your way, um, and then you can also do one where you're sending out to the world, and then they have the free part where you can do every 12 days, he does a meditation to help the world. I mean, you could like just focus on, and so when we do our Friday night or changes report, that app might come in handy. You could just write down the one place you think that you want to send energy to the most, like say it's Africa. You could just put in the continent of Africa or you could put in, you know, like Uganda or Kenya or whatever, or Australia. They need a lot of love and light too. So wherever you think that you want to send the love and light to based on that, that that app might actually help you could do it for five minutes you could do it for an hour you know i think up to six hours and they have all these light codes and they and the light language light codes and they tell you you know um which <laughs> what they mean if you want to contact ashtar shearhan if you you know michael shearhan there's like a code for that actually and if if you want to talk to um or just learn about your star seed orange not oranges oh my god i'm channeling donald trump right now origins not oranges oh my god <laughs> i can't believe i just freaking said that oh my god i'm getting hot in this closet i have to open it i have to close my mouth and open the door <sighs> oh my god this reminds me of my um my mom used to have a plaque up in her uh, living room it said lord put your arm around my shoulder and your hand over my mouth <laughs> i was right next to the plaque that says if it isn't one thing it's your mother <laughs> anyway oh yeah days like this i miss the humor of my cousins and my mom seriously i was missing all of my dead relatives today that were just so amazing and only the good die young, and maybe I'm an asshole, that's why I'm still here, but, <laughs> or maybe I'm just here to help you guys, and we're all here to help each other, and ascend together, so just, we gotta keep rising above, especially the hard days, and the hard weekends, and the hard weeks, gotta keep rising above, all right, I'm gonna take a quick break when I come back, after I've aired out a minute, <laughs> 
I'm going to be reading to you guys from the Kai the Lion by Three Initiates, written in 1912, right after this message. I tried to add music to the first half and my dampening of the sound of from my bathrobe <laughs> surrounding me right now in this closet and I'm trying to talk a lot louder so that you guys can actually hear me the dampening of the sound is so great at least on the audio that it was almost impossible to hear me, especially with the music. So this is probably the first time in the history of Metaphysical Soul Speak that there is no music in the background of the introduction. So there you go. <laughs> there you have it. All right. So I am um, going to tell you the name of this meditation thing, you know, music that I found because I don't want to forget and so I have it here queued up right when I'm remembering to tell you hopefully it's oh and of course nothing is where I left it oh my god <laughs> all right it's called 1111 Hertz HZ spiritual hug of angel unconditional love of guardian angels make your wish come true and it's for three hours 33 minutes and 33 seconds and the channel is healing meditation this is one of the newest videos that they have up on their channel and it's literally um, angel wings with a white light and then there's kind of like a golden brown bronzy background it's really beautiful and i think once you start the video there's like energy coming at you like it reminded me of gold or golden white light so hopefully hopefully you guys can hear me better i want to be able to add music to this section so i'm talking a little bit louder like normal voice you know inside a freaking closet right now I mean, who screams at you? And then when you say, I can't handle the energy of this, when you calm down, I'll talk to you, and you leave the room, who's, who, who screams at you for six more hours calling you a narcissist and being, you're saying you're being dramatic? Like, that's the kind of crap I had to put up with today. I'm, dude, I'm not being dramatic. I said, I can't handle this energy. When you're done, I will talk to you. Yeah? All right. That's all I said. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I knew I dread the teenagers. I knew it. I knew it. I, I just, I didn't know I was going to do it by myself. Did not know I was going to be a widow doing this alone. Oh. I had to do it all over again. I don't know if I would as 
ceremony. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try without glasses because I forgot my glasses. I'm gonna try to read the Kaiba Lions, you guys. I'm gonna maybe move it so I can see it. All right. Um, the Kaiba Lion was written by three initiates in the year 1912. We don't know who these three people are, if they were men or women or men and women. I don't know. We don't really know. But it was written in 1912 and published by the Yogi Publication Society in Chicago, Illinois. And that's about all I know. I have my suspicions that Swami Panchadasi was a part of it. But I don't know. I was unable to control the energy of the book the first four weeks. And I literally left and went up through a portal all those weeks, except for last week. Last week, I was able to control the energy of it. And I told them directly, please don't pull me up through the portal of light. I don't want to go stand around the slab of marble table with you, looking at the book and talking while I'm trying to do a damn show. <laughs> but I would be more than happy at the end of the show, when the show is over and published, to go back up and discuss with you. So I think last week that might have happened. Like as soon as I was finished, I published the show. And then I went to sleep and I think I went up there with these guys or whoever they were. I don't see them when, I, when I'm with them. I see like their um, robes. They're all wearing like white robes and they look very holy, like holy men or women. I don't even know. I think it's three men, but I'm not sure. And I think they're like purposely keeping their faces from me because they don't want their personal egos to be involved, obviously. But we're only reading one chapter at a time. I thought we could buzz through this book rather quickly until I started realizing how intense the energy of this book is. It's really powerful, very high vibration. I don't know if you guys heard that, but that was my bones and my hips cracking. <laughs> it's like, wow, that was like super loud here in this closet. Um, yeah, I'm in a lot of pain. 52 years old being forced to do this so that if my son hears me, he's going to start screaming his head off at me again. And like he did earlier, I mean like for 30 minutes he was just screaming while I was trying to record the show I had to delete everything and start over and <sighs> the situation is beyond freaking ridiculous but I don't know he said I'm being a terrible example and I'm like what kind uh, like how could you not see me and know me and understand my days are filled with meditating, studying in university, and working Monday through Friday on my show. Literally publishing a show five days a week. 530 shows in a row or something like that. How is that a bad example? I am absolutely flustered and perplexed by these words, you know, just... <sighs> I don't know, guys. I just... Anyway, oh, 
oh my god, I'm getting so this, it's so hot in this closet. <laughs> I am moving, moving a little bit. I'm scared. Like the back of the closet is like the outer wall. Like if I push too far, am I gonna fly through the three stories down? Am I gonna plunge to my death if I accidentally push on that outer wall a little too much? It's such a strange thought, right? Anyway, <laughs> all right, I'm trying to get, have you guys ever seen the, the video of the cure where they were, they're stuck in a closet and they can't play normal instruments so they're like playing toothbrushes or combs or something and someone comes along and pushes them off a cliff because they were in a closet stuck. And, they, and they're in the ocean now trying to still play the instruments with the water all around them. That's what I feel like right now. And also that cartoon, that meme of that dog sitting there drinking his coffee, just trying to, everything is fine. I'm fine. Everything is fine. I'm fine. And the fire starts and it's like leaping around him and, and he's like completely engulfed in flames. He's like, this is fine. This is fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> uh, and then the third, the third thing this reminds me of is the alien on the X Files when he's in a cage. He's next to Fox Mulder, and the alien has his hands over his ears, and he's rocking back and forth with his head down, going, "This isn't happening. This isn't happening. This isn't happening." <laughs> Those are the three things that remind me of my situation right now. So bear with me. And, uh, okay, I keep hitting the phone, so, uh, or tablet, so sorry about that. I just did it again, damn it. All right, here we go. Chapter 9, this is the Kaiba Lion by Three Initiates from 1912. Chapter 9, Vibration. Nothing rests. Everything moves. Everything vibrates. The Kaiba Lion. The great third hermetic principle, the principle of vibration, embodies the truth that motion is manifest in everything in the universe. That nothing is at rest. Everything moves, vibrates, and circles. This hermetic principle was recognized by some of the early Greek philosophers who embodied it in their systems. But then for centuries it was lost sight of by the thinkers outside of the hermetic realm. But in the 19th century, physical science rediscovered the truth and the 20th century scientific discoveries have added additional proof of the correctness and truth of the centuries-old hermetic doctrine. The hermetic teachings are that not only is everything in constant movement and vibration, but that the differences, quote-unquote differences, between the various manifestations of the universal power are due entirely to the varying rate and mode of vibration. 
not only this, but that, even the all in itself manifests a constant vibration of such an infinite degree of intensity and rapid motion that it may be practically considered as at rest. The teachers directing the attention of the students to the fact that even on the physical plane, a rapidly moving object, such as a revolving wheel, seems to be at rest. The teachings are to the effect that spirit is at one end of the pole of vibration, the other pole being certain extremely gross forms of matter. Between these two poles are millions upon millions of different rates and modes of vibration. Modern science has proven that all that we call matter and energy are but modes of vibratory motion. And some of the more advanced scientists are rapidly moving toward the positions of the occultists who hold that the phenomena of mind are likewise modes of vibration or motion. Let us see what science has to say regarding the question of vibration in matter and energy. In the first place, science teaches that all matter of that all matter manifests. In some degree, the vibrations arising from temperature or heat, be an object caught hot, I'm sorry, cold or hot, caught or hold. No, that's not the word. <laughs> Starting over about something. Be an object cold or hot, both being but degrees of the same thing, it manifests certain heat vibrations, and in that sense, is in motion and vibration. Then all particles of matter are in circular movement from corpuscle to suns. The planets revolve around suns, and many of them turn on their axis. The suns move around greater central points, and these are believed to move around still greater, and so on, ad infinitum. The molecules of which the particular kinds of matter are composed are in a state of constant vibration and movement around each other and against each other. The molecules are composed of atoms, which likewise are in a state of constant movement and vibration. The atoms are composed of corpuscles, sometimes called electrons or ions, etc which also are in a state of rapid motion, revolving around each other, and which manifest a very rapid state and mode of vibration. And so we see that all forms of matter manifest vibration in accordance with the hermetic principle of vibration. And so it is with the various forms of energy. Science teaches that light, heat, magnetism, and electricity are but forms of vibratory motion connected in some way with and probably emanating from the ether. 
science does not as yet attempt to explain the nature or of the phenomena known as cohesion, which is the principle of molecular attraction, nor chemical affinity, which is the principle of atomic attraction, nor gravitation, the greatest mystery of the three, which is the principle of attraction by which every particle or mass of matter is bound to every other particle or mass. These three forms of energy are not as yet understood by science, yet the writers incline to the opinion that these two are manifestations of some form of vibratory energy, a fact which the hermetists have held and taught for ages past. The universal ether, which is postulated by science without its nature being understood clearly, is held by the hermetists to be but a higher manifestation of that which is erroneously called matter. That is to say, matter at a higher degree of vibration and is called by them the ethereal substance. The hermetists teach that this ethereal substance is of extreme tenuity and elasticity and pervades universal space, serving as a medium of transmission of waves of vibratory energy, such as heat, light, electricity, magnetism, etc. The teachings are that ethereal, the ethereal substance is a connecting link between the forms of vibratory energy known as matter on the one hand and energy or force on the other, and also that it manifests a degree of vibration in rate and mode entirely its own. Scientists have offered the illustration of a rapidly moving wheel, top or cylinder, to show the effects of increasing rates of vibration. The illustration supposes a wheel top or revolving cylinder running at a low rate and speed. We will call this revolving thing the object in following out the illustration. Let us suppose the object moving slowly. It may be seen readily, but no sound of its movement reaches the ear. The speed is gradually increased. In a few moments, its movement becomes so rapid that a deep growl or low Where was I? Damn it. Somebody wrote me. I don't know them. And they wrote me. And the requests from Instagram show up. Damn it. <laughs> Noise. Um, I, I turn everybody's off when they write me. And then I just check it often. I don't want to be rude, but also I don't want to interrupt the show. And there's somebody so rudely interrupted the show, and they don't know they're doing that. So, um, I mean, I started this part of the show at 222. 222, you guys. There's another angel number for you. So let me get back to this. Um, the speed is gradually increased. In a few moments, its movement becomes so rapid that a deep growl or low note may be heard. Then as the rates increase, the note rises, one in the musical scale. 
then the motion being still further increased, the next highest note is distinguished. Then one after another, all the notes of the musical scale appear, rising higher and higher as the motion is increased. Finally, when the motions have reached a certain rate, the final note perceptible to human ears is reached and the shrill, piercing shriek dies away and silence follows. No sound is heard from the revolving object, the rate of motion being so high that the human ear cannot register the vibrations. Vibrations, sorry. Then comes the perception of rising degrees of heat. Then after quite a time, the eye catches a glimpse of the object becoming a dull, dark reddish color. At, as the rate increases, the red becomes brighter. Then as the speed is increased, the red melts into an orange. Then the orange melts into a yellow and then follows successively the shades of green, blue, indigo, and finally violet. As the rate of speed increases, then the violet shades away and all color disappears, the human eye not being able to register them. But there are invisible rays emanating from the revolving object, the rays that are used in... Okay, is this photo photographing, I guess? I'm like photography? Okay. <laughs> it says used in photographing and other subtle rays of light. Then begin to manifest the peculiar rays known as the X-rays, etc. As the constitution of the object changes, electricity and magnetism are emitted when the appropriate rate of vibration is attained. When the object reaches a certain rate of vibration, its molecular Oh my god, start over. When the object reaches a certain rate of vibration, its molecules disintegrate and resolve themselves into the original elements or atoms. Then the atoms, following the principle of vibration, are separated into the countless corpuscles of which they are comprised. And finally, even the corpuscles disappear and the object may be said to be composed of the ethereal substance. Science does not dare to follow the illustration further, <laughs> but the hermetists teach that if the vibrations be continually increased, the object would mount up the successive states of manifestation and would in turn manifest the various mental stages. And then on spirit words, until it would finally re-enter the all, which is absolute spirit. The object, however, would have ceased to be an object long before this stage of ethereal substance was reached. But otherwise, the illustration is a correct in as is correct in as much as it shows the effect of constantly increased rates in modes of vibration. It must be remembered in the above illustration that at the stages at which the object throws off vibrations of light, heat, etc., it is not actually resolved into those forms of energy, which are much higher in the scale, but simply that it reaches the degree of vibration in which those forms of energy are liberated in a degree 
from the combining influences of its molecules, atoms, and corpuscles, as the case may be. These forms of energy, although much higher in the scale than matter, are imprisoned and confined in the material contribution, or combination, sorry. I really got my glasses, I'm squinting and I'm starting to sweat. It's a very big closet, by the way, it's not maybe like three feet by three feet by yeah, about two and a half feet. Okay, it's not that big. It was like miserable. Okay, let's start over. Where were we? Um, these forms of energy, although much higher in the scale than matter, are imprisoned and confined in the material combination by reason of the energies manifesting through and using material forms, but thus becoming entangled and confined in their creations of material forms, which to an extent is true of all creation, the craving force becoming involved in its creation. But the hermetic teachings go much further than do those of modern science. They teach that all manifestation of thought, emotion, reason, will, or desire, or any mental state or condition are accompanied by vibrations, a portion of which are thrown off and which tend to affect the minds of other persons by induction. This is the principle which produces the phenomena of telepathy. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna read that again. Okay, all manifestation of thought, emotion, reason, will, or desire, or any mental state or condition are accompanied by vibrations, which we knew, we knew, right? A portion of which are thrown off. So the vibrations are thrown off and tend to affect the minds of other persons by induction. Yeah, this word came up in my lessons today for university. Inductive reasoning, induction. Um, and this is the principle which produces the phenomena of telepathy. So your emotions and your thoughts that are being like consciously transmitted create, it's a receiving station inside the other person. Remember a couple weeks ago, we. I did a channeling of, of um, the prime creator, basically God, and he gave us, actually two weeks in a row, or, yeah, two weeks in a row, he talked about the structures inside our physical bodies that contain the energy of, they're like vessels of receiving telepathy, telepathic forms. That'd be really interesting if they knew about that in this book. Okay, here we go. Um, goes crazy. This is the principle which produces the phenomena of telepathy, mental influence, and other forms of action and power of mind over mind with which the general public is rapidly becoming acquainted. Hundred and eight years ago, they were rapidly becoming acquainted. What happened to us? <laughs> like we forgot it a few years later. 
owing to the wide dissemination, owing to the wide dissemination of occult knowledge by the various schools, cults, and teachers along these lines at this time. Every thought, emotion, or mental state has its corresponding rate and mode of vibration. And by an effort of the will of the person, or of other persons, these mental states may be reproduced just as a musical tone may be reproduced by causing an instrument to vibrate at a certain rate, just as color may be reproduced in the same way. That's really weird. I said same way, but then the word says may, M-A-Y, in the same may. Maybe it's just a typo. This is Gutenberg.org, by the way, is where I'm reading this from. So just as color may be reproduced in the same way. By a knowledge of the principle of vibration, as applied to mental phenomena, one may polarize his mind at any degree he wishes, thus gain a perfect control over his mental states, moods, etc. In the same way, he may affect the minds of others, producing the desired mental states in them. In short, he may be able to produce on the mental plane that which science produces on the physical plane, namely, vibrations at will. This power of course may be acquired only by the proper instruction, exercises, practice, etc., the science being that of mental transmutation, one of the branches of the hermetic art. A little reflection on what we have said will show the student that the principal vibration underlies the wonderful phenomena of the power manifested by the masters and adepts who are able to apparently set aside the laws of nature, but who in reality are simply using one law against another, one principle against others, and who accomplishes and who accomplish their results by changing the vibrations of material objects or forms of energy and thus perform what we commonly call miracles. As one of the old hermetic writers has truly said, he who understands the principle of vibration has grasped the scepter of power. Oh my God, you guys, this is incredible information. So, all right. Let me shift here in my little closet. Oh my God. And when I'm done, I'll be coming out of the closet. Hey, I'm bisexual. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Um. Uh, I mean, seriously, it's like, uh, I don't even want to go into it. Just like 16 hours ago, I was getting ready to do the show. I was going to have it done early. And then the yelling started, and it's like, oh my God, why are Mondays so crappy? Uh, like for the last three Mondays in a row, I tried to start the show early. And it's 
similar stuff happened, but this was like the worst time. We had like one good hour yesterday, one good hour today. Like I said, it's like the eye of the damn hurricane. Okay. You guys, I've been really interested in this stuff for a long, long time. What, what the spiritual masters can do. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I looked for a second. It looked like I hadn't been recording this whole time. I'm like, oh my God. I've been talking to myself in the closet for 32 minutes. Oh my God. All right, now I'm here. We're good. All right, so I want to read this last paragraph again because, and then we'll talk about it. Um, the principle of vibration underlies the wonderful phenomena of the power manifested by the masters and adepts who are able to apparently set aside the laws of nature, but who in reality are simply using one law against another one principle against others and who accomplish their results by changing the vibrations of material objects or forms of energy and thus perform what are commonly called miracles. And then it goes on to say, he who understands the principle of vibration has grasped the scepter of power. Okay, we're going to talk about this. Um, all right, so, hmm, what are some of the miracles that they're talking about? What manifestations have there been? I mean, you all are familiar with Yeshua. Most people call him Jesus or Jesus. <laughs> Um, yeah, his miracles, we'll start with his miracles. His miracles are walking on water, necromancy, um, you know, basically raising himself from the dead. That's necromancy. Uh, taking a spirit of a demon out of somebody and throwing it into a pig, raising Lazarus, who is dead, raising a man from the dead. That's necromancy. He walked on water. He, he turned water into wine, which everyone can do, usually takes a few months and some grapes, but he did it in a matter of seconds. He also turned a few loaves of bread and a few fishes into many loaves and fishes that fed thousands of people. He, um, what else did he do? I mean, that's enough, right? So those are the things he did. Now, when you read the book, uh, and I, I've been debating whether I should ever do this. It would take me probably six years to go through it. So, I, <laughs> the, the life and teachings of the masters of the Far East. If you could get your hot little hands on this book, these books, there's like five or six of them, and they're literally a box set, and they come in a box. And each book is really thin, so you think, oh, I'm going to get through this really rapidly. No, you're not, because... The, the words are so small. I mean, it, it takes a while to get through it, and you just, the stories are so wild, you've got to set the book down and contemplate it for a couple hours. At least I did. So, these were masters of light, and they still live in the Himalaya mountains, because they are timeless and ageless and will never die unless they felt like it. 
literally they've mastered vibration and time and space and all illusions have fallen to the wayside where they see the reality that's where we're all headed right now as a human whole like the collective whole it's freaking crazy you think about it but there it is and what have they been doing okay well they can walk on water they can create food from nothing they can create water in a cup and cause it to boil and then cause tea to appear in the cup they walk around with clean clothes and yet they never bathe they walk around robust and healthy yet they never eat they only create food and drink for other people they um know how to talk to yeti they know all about the yeti up in the himalaya mountains they're just men that decided to shy, shy away from society and they just became like cavemen and then after a while they just became like animals and people in the himalaya mountains where they live are very very uh, scared of them but so the masters of light come they also heal people. Jesus healed people and the masters of light over there in the Himalayas. And by the way, Jesus shows up there once in a while. If you read the book, you'll notice that he's there. Mother Mary is there a lot with the Himalayan masters. They do so many miracles. And when you think about uh, Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda, um, one of you is starting to read the books right now so I don't want to give a lot of the story away but there are miracles galore and I'm going to tell you one is that a lady who got married to a man just an arranged marriage and they had to move in with his mother and his mother was being a complete jerk to the woman and she is deeply spiritual, the woman. And so she prayed all day and all night and asked God to take away her hunger and allow her to live without food. And, well, God granted her wish. And like 29 years later or something, Paramahansa Yogananda went and met her and interviewed her. And as he was there with her for a couple hours, she never took a drink of water. She never ate. She was just living outside of the house away from her husband and away from his mother she lived on like a mat and just put up some like towels or I don't know like kind of my situation right now oh my god anyway <laughs> I'm barely eating and I'm in a closet filled with cloth oh my god to keep the rain off I'm just kidding I'm in a bedroom but still uh, no, but she she was surrounded by cloth, like for curtains for privacy, and then she just laid out there by herself. But I, I, it's just like, and and the reason is because the mom, like, if she didn't do the dishes, the mom would scream at her, and she'd be like, "I didn't even eat. I wasn't even home. I just got home, and you want me to clean the whole house and clean the dishes?" So she's like, "You know what? You're gonna be that unfair. This is what I'm gonna do," and she never ate a morsel of food again for like 20 
I mean, talk about spite and holding a grudge. That's kind of hilarious, right? But you know what? She also proved a point, and she is a spiritual master. And um, I thought that was interesting. There's another man who just, I think he died recently of like old age, but he was like a hundred and something years old and he hadn't eaten in like 50 years in India. It's kind of freaky when you think we don't really need to eat if we just learned that lesson. But so think about all these miracles. Like how can we apply the hermetic principles to create food right in front of us, out of nowhere, out of the ethers. How do we use these principles against each other to create that which we want right now? How can I create a piece of licorice in my hand? <laughs> Twizzlers candies make mouth happy. You know? <laughs> but all kidding aside, like, you know, how could we just create loaves and fishes for the masses? When we're all stuck in coronavirus, we're in a global pandemic, most people can't work. A lot of people are hungry. A lot of people don't have money. How, how can we create piles of cash to pay the landlord? I mean, you're starting to see the practical side of it, right? I know I am. You know, when Jesus said, render under Caesar, what is Caesar's? Hey, like like this money has got Caesar's face on it. Well, hell, give it back. Has his name in his face. Jesus wasn't worried. He knows how to create loaves and fishes and wine out of nothing. And he did tell us you can do all this and more. He wasn't like, hey, check me out. I'm God's son. Hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm more great than a flying pig <laughs> you know what I mean he said you can do all this and more he was really humble you know he's showing us what was possible because we did not have to suffer for the last 2,000 plus years life could be absolutely great if you choose it I think it was T. Harbecker, um, when I went to that seminar in Denver, he said, you know, if you imagine two men going into a, a cave looking for gold, and they both have a light on their, on their helmet, and one guy is looking at the dirt path beneath his feet, and he notices that there's a bunch of water coming, seeping in. And all he could see is mud. And so that's all he's focusing on. And he says, it's uncomfortable and damp in here. And, and all I could see is mud. I want to get out of here. But his partner says, why don't you just look up, man? Because all I see is gold. Shining and glittering and sticking out of the walls. It's all a matter of your focus. I mean, this whole dual and duality thing, this is dark versus light, baby. And if you choose light 30 days in a row, that's going to be an incredible ride for you. And if God's going to put us in the polarity or if other people around us feel that positive vibration and they're not riding that wave, 
they're going to be like the seaweed dragging our surfboard down under under the water trying to drown us in their sorrows i for one refuse to accept that bullshit reality it's why instead of crying my heart out and crying myself to sleep and not doing the show today like i could have done doing my show in a damn closet behind several layers of fabric and I moved it to the side so it wouldn't, the sound wouldn't be so weird. I apologize for the sound in the first half and I'm not going to put music on the first half because I don't want you guys to not be able to hear the words that I'm saying in case, you know, there's something that rings true for you that might work out in a way that makes your life better because that's what I'm here for. Sometimes I'm just trying to work out my thoughts and I accidentally stumble across a gem or two and that helps you guys and it's amazing. And sometimes I have the insight already and sometimes God just pours his knowledge right through me and I don't even know what the hell I'm saying some of the time because I'm, I'm channeling the divine. You know, for me, just being uncomfortable in the closet for two hours is a small price to pay to get across some good, higher vibrational principles to you guys. That's who I am. That's what I do. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so there it is. I mean, what miracles do you want to do? I want to freaking float, man. There are stories of people who have floated, who can fly. I don't know how to get there yet, but maybe we could walk you know, walk on water. Okay, I could walk on water in my shower. That's as far as it's gotten. I had a dream. That's what I was starting to tell you earlier. I had a dream yesterday, I believe, that I was, I had a broom in my hand, so which that I am, and I was floating a foot above the ground. And I was using the broom to push myself along like I was riding an invisible skateboard or hoverboard that was a foot off the ground. It was one of the coolest sensations. I woke up and I was so bummed because it felt so real. I'm like, oh, this was so great. Nah, it wasn't real. So I just looked down and it says 4555. So 555 is your angel number again, guys. So we got to be thinking about that, this. Let's contemplate this for a week. The vibrations that when it's coupled with emotions, that's what creates telepathy. That's one of our gifts. We all have the same gifts. We're not one of us great and the rest of us crap. Jesus wasn't the only son of God. I'm sorry to say. You are sons and daughters of God, equal to Jesus. He said we're all brothers and sisters. And that's what he meant. He also said you can do all this and more. That's what he meant. He just discovered the secret. <laughs> you know? Like the kid who uh, <laughs> goes into his mom's closet before Easter and he discovers this secret stash of candy and eats it. He just discovered it first. The other kids in the family have less Easter candy. Because <laughs> there's, you know, but, you know, they'll get more candy in the future. They just have to figure out how. Right? 
uh, since I got this room outside, outside my closet, downstairs, I guess my son is punching things again. So I'm going to wrap this up and uh, go to bed and probably not sleep, but rather pray and do the whole Ho'oponopono process the whole freaking night as I have done many, many times in the past. Anyway, think about the miracles that you want to create in your life. I know for me, I would like to never have to bathe again. I would, I would rather not bathe in water that smells like gasoline once in a while. Freaks me out. Or chlorine. I would like my body to be perfectly clean all the time. That's one of the miracles we can have. It's one of our gifts. I'm already tele- uh, telepathing with my twin. That's awesome. Earlier, I telepathed with one of my listeners. I don't know if she's aware of it. You know who you are. Write me. We just had a pretty good conversation 10 minutes ago. I mean, well, actually an hour ago because it was during the break. But, um... There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, different miracles. Like, creating food, that's a very powerful one. And I think if you think in time, farther ahead down the line, you're going to have the loaf of bread. And then you somehow collapse the time frame, fold it up on itself, like a piece of paper folding in half. And you receive it, believe it, accept it, and know it. And believe that you deserve it for yourself right now. And you create the vibration of having had it right now. Instant manifestation is the name of the game for September, in addition to the polarity duality crap. The dark versus light. The Sylvia Plath Boar's head. And then the fucking apologize already. Just do it. <laughs> Energy, yeah. All right. That's it for now. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with all unique and original programming. Just like always. Yay. Hopefully sooner in the day. And that's it. I just wanted to tell you guys that I love you very much. Obviously, I'm doing the show, right? In the situation I'm doing. And I wouldn't do this if I didn't love you. So I wanted to thank you for being a part of my world and for being my listener she can't have a radio show without listeners so i wanted to thank you for those of you who like subscribe favorite and forward and those of you who have forwarded my readings on instagram i'm mermaid girl 888 and for those of you who have donated money to me and thank you for the birthday gifts i really appreciate that as well as um, as well as those of you who have actually forwarded this to your Facebook spiritual groups, the meditators and the metaphysicians and the spiritual groups and the ascension groups. I'm, I'm really grateful to those of you who have done that because I do see an increase in my numbers and it really is helping me. You know, I'm like struggling here trying to come up with two or three different ways to make money, to have multiple streams of income, and my income that I've had for 10 years, basically one of the rules of it was 
you can't have any other income, you can't have a job. So now I'm like down to the wire and I'm just like, oh my God, I've got to like hit the ground running and then I don't have an income anymore. But if I, you know, have a job and make money before, then I'll have to repay all the money that I got. So I've been stuck in this stupid catch-22 and this crazy loop. And it's only four people who were cops in California working for the federal government or something like that. And who also were retired with the Social Security. Like, other people who are in a similar situation don't have the weird restrictions that I do. I don't know why. (laughs) You know, but... You know, it happens to people that get pressure put on them. They become bright like diamonds like actual diamonds heat and pressure you know from volcanoes and shit (laughs) that's just the way it is so you know hey this is creating a diamond out of me or maybe I'll crush under the be crushed under the weight of the of the lava and melt away I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen but I think I'm becoming a diamond who the hell knows I do know that I'm going to be working every day on figuring this puzzle out. The vibration. What is a vibration of a piece of licorice? It's probably lower than I'm imagining. <laughs> Can't be all that healthy. But I do love the flavor. And it's so bright and pretty and shiny and red. So I'm thinking it was about licorice because you can't get it here in Ecuador. Anyway, um... That's it. That's all she wrote for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you could hear the first half. I'm only going to add music to this half, so, you know, I'm talking louder. That's probably why her, my son downstairs, I think he's punching the wall. Most of the walls are brick. <laughs> so he can only really punch his wooden closet, and if he breaks it, I'm going to make him pay for it. He turns 18 in six weeks, so that will be a nice rude awakening, I guess. <laughs> Anyway, uh, if anyone has any suggestions on what food to feed a savage beast who has too much testosterone, let me know. Like bread to soak it up, does that work? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> In the meantime, it's Ho'oponopono all the way, baby. That's gotten me out of a lot of jams before. Maybe this one, I don't know. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for your love, your patience, your understanding. Thank you so much for your listenership and your confidence in my abilities. I'm really grateful to have you there with me. And I'm grateful to be here making this show for you. It's my life purpose. And I'm grateful for all of it. But that's it for now. I'm I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm signing off with peace and joy in the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Till next time, guys. Love you. Peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. 
This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.